0: you for listening in on Tent of Testimonies podcast. This is the official podcast of the Tent of Testimonies International under the leadership of Prophet Dr. Fred Akama and Senior Pastor Maureen Akama. As you listen to this and other amazing sound biblical teachings, our aim is to equip you with the Word of God so that you can grow into an effective believer. In today's podcast, We do believe that you will be imparted with the knowledge of God, spiritual truths, and kingdom principles that will positively affect your spiritual life. Be blessed as you listen, and may you come back with a great testimony. So I want to share a little bit about speaking in tongues. I was asked to share, the man of God will come and pray with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah Amen. the man of God will come and pray with us later but I just want to teach a little bit about speaking in tongues praise the Lord Amen. say speaking in, speaking in tongues say it again speaking in tongues. how many of us speak in tongues here by a show of hands raise them up well well alright put them down how many of us don't speak in tongues here don't be ashamed. Just shoot up like that. All right. Quite a number. So today is your day. Buenas, if you will. Praise Jesus. Amen. Tell someone today is your day. If someone lifted up their hands, tell them today is your day. Today and for those who speak, already speak in tongues, you know the Lord can increase your tongues. Yes. Are you aware? Yes. The Lord is able to increase. That is why when you get born again, and God allows you to, God gives you, or enables you to begin speaking in tongues, you find where you started, and where you are right now is different. Bonus if you will, different in the sense that you go, grow. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. In God. We always make progress. You can't just remain the same. You began from kaka kaka kaka, ka, and then you're still at kaka kaka. Ka. No. Say it's an error. Say it again. One ought to grow in tongues. It is not a mistake to begin from there, but you begin from there as you grow. And as you grow, you can even get to a place where you understand what you're praying for. You get to a place where, yes, you are speaking in other tongues, but you're able to understand what the Spirit of God is praying through you. Praise the Lord. Speaking in tongues is for every believer. Who is a believer? Who is a believer? someone who is born again, right? We believe in God not because we have seen him, but our spirit bears witness of existence of his being. So anyone who comes to the knowledge of Christ Jesus is able to speak in tongues. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. And so this teaching is very important because many times We wait on God. You know, when we say, let's pray. At times you keep quiet, wait on God to release tongues on your mouth and make you start talking. And in the real sense, God is waiting for you to begin praying so that he gives you the tongues and you flow in them. Are we together? So the error many people make is many times we expect God To open our mouths and cause us to begin praying. Yet, we have the responsibility of opening our own mouth and begin praying. I remember when I got born again, I took a while before I started speaking in tongues. And I believe it was because I had a wrong mindset about God. I had a wrong mindset about the Holy Ghost. I had the Holy Ghost is the Holy Spirit, okay? It's one and the same. I had the wrong mindset on how he operates. And I remember many times, which may have happened to some of us, many times I believed God over and over again, over and over again. When they would say, let's pray for people to speak in tongues, I would believe God at the end of the service because of lack of knowledge, I don't see a manifestation of it, so I think I don't have the spirit of God in me. To some level where at one particular point, I remember we were on a mission or something like that. And there was a man of God who was praying for people to receive the Holy Ghost. And I remember he said, if you're not speaking in tongues, come to the front. So everyone came, including me. Then he asked those who are speaking in tongues to come and pray for those who don't speak in tongues. So the person I got to help me pray in tongues told me, listen to me. Then he started speaking in tongues. Then he told me, repeat what I've just said. (laughs) I didn't even try. You know, you can't can't forge tongues. eh? It's difficult. So, I told him because <laughs> you know it's very difficult because spiritual things are spiritually discerned. Eh? Tongues are spiritual. So you can't copy someone else's tongues. Even if you decide to try rebe, 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 rebe. you'll do that throughout. But the, there's a way the spirit of God can teach you. So I stood there for a while and he told me repeat. Just listen carefully. Keep on repeating. Keep on repeating. I got frustrated, I got angry because I didn't know how to jump in and pick up from, from his tongue so I was speaking and later I realized it was an error. Bonus if you will. And one of those many days when I just decided to go into prayer and fasting then I started praying. I didn't even realize. I just found out one day I could be able to speak in tongues. No one laid hands on me. No one told me to repeat. But the spirit of God himself saw the thirst in me. And when I asked of him and he came through. Praise Jesus. I'm just doing a foundation before I begin teaching. We ought to realize that we are all unique praise the lord look at your neighbor look at your neighbor some already smiling some can't even look for 30 seconds just look at your neighbor look at their nose their eyes the shape of their ears do they look like you do they look like you so that is how unique god has created you alright alright So when God releases tongues in your life, you can find that your tongues are so unique they don't even resemble someone else's. It doesn't mean you're off. Hello? It just means there is a God loves, you know, God loves um, variety, diversity. Praise the Lord. That's why Bible says even with the giftings, some he gives this, some he gives that some he gives knowledge, some he gives wisdom as he likes the same way when God releases the spirit of God or allows you to be able to speak in tongues when you have the knowledge, he gives you unique tongues now you can find in a particular area a particular congregation some of the members of the church, some of the sons and daughters kind of have tanks that resemble their leader. It is not wrong. It is not copying. Praise the Lord. That might just happen because you happen to be under that kind of a person. But even in that, you can find that your tanks are different. Especially if you watch a certain man of God, you can find there are certain tongues of viewers that resemble him. I don't know if you've seen that. So if you watch a variety of men of God, once in a while you, you can tell these things resemble this guy. These things, but even in the resemblance, they are equally unique to yourself. Bonus if you They are equally unique to you as an individual. And so it's, it's quite important for us to understand that Tongues are necessary for a particular time. Yes, you can speak in tongues throughout. But they're effective when you have knowledge for a particular time. I told us one time, eh, the days when I, was in, when I was in school, and we used to go for so many missions, eh, the first time actually, my spiritual father then invites, asked me, I want you to come for a mission because we used to do a lot of high school missions. So the first time I went for this mission, number one, I didn't expect him to tell me to do anything because I'm going to learn. Bonus if you will. So we get to the ground. The school had about, I think, 1,500 students then to the high school. And then he started praying for people. No, he made a declaration on the altar and then started praying for people. And then the whole congregation, of people started praying. Others were manifesting, manifesting the Holy Ghost. You know, manifesting is in two ways, eh? Others were manifesting the Spirit of God, others were manifesting demons. So I remember one time he called me, he told me, Come, 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 come. Then he said, Cast that spirit out. Then he left. I had never cast out a spirit, by the way. I didn't fear them, but I'd never cast out because I'd been in a school where we used to have some serious revival meetings, so I had an idea of some of these spiritual things despite my ACK background. So I went there, I looked at the demon. Okay, I looked at the girl. (laughs) I looked at the girl manifesting the demon. Sorry. But you can still look at the demon spiritually, right? She was sleeping like a snake. Eh? So, what I did is what I saw other people do. So me, I started speaking in tongues. I speak in tongues, then I say out. I speak in tongues, then I say out. I speak in tongues, then I say out. But when I grew up, I realized, speaking tongues, the devil does not understand. Are you aware? The devil does not understand tongues. Why? Because tongues are given by the spirit of God. And that is why you can find that in a church setup, at times you may not understand what your neighbor is praying when your neighbor is praying in tongues. Okay? But nevertheless, they are praying. So I remember it was the masses of God that this demon cooperated and left. Yeah? But I realize for you to give an instruction. Imagine if I came here and I want to talk to you people, then I just start. Then I ask you, what have I said? Then I tell you, I've given you an instruction, heed. You'll be confused, right? So, tongues are meant for a specific time, a specific place, with a specific motive. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. So, you just don't feel nice because you speak in tongues. But you need to have an understanding of 1 Corinthians 14, what the Bible says about tongues, so that as an individual, you are edified or re-energized and you're able to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Bonus, if you will. Praise the Lord. So, Bible says that, you'll begin from verse 1. Bible says that when we get born again when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal savior we welcome the Lord Jesus into our hearts is that true? so the spirit of God comes to dwell in us remember God the Father, God the Son God the Holy Spirit are one so when you get born again you accept Jesus into your heart when you accept Jesus, you have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus told his disciples in it should be John 14, says that either 14 or 16, I have to go so that the Comforter comes, so that the Helper comes. Why? Because the Helper with you, the Helper will be with you permanently. Say it permanently. permanently. Say it again. So when you have the Spirit of God in you, Bible says, it should be, I think it's in Corinthians. Huh? Pursue love, no, not this one. Bible says in Corinthians that when you get born again, you have the seal of the Holy Spirit in you. You remember we were taught that? You have the seal of God in you, meaning you have the mark of God in you. And that is why Bible says that the Spirit of God can bear witness in you what the Father is saying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if you're born again, you have the spirit of God. The number one qualification, if you want to speak in tongues, you must be born again. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because it is the spirit of God. Ephesians 1.13 Bible says, thank you. In him you also trusted with the Holy Spirit. The Holy spirit. Who was the promise but is in me so every believer every believer has the spirit of God in them meaning every believer if you have the spirit of God in you you can be able to speak in tongues praise the Lord praise the Lord why do we speak in tongues because there is a level you get in prayer you can We're be able to carry the burden of God. You know, there are times when the Holy Ghost prays through you and in you, either for you or something else. The groaning is so deep, you take a long time tearing then, believing God for that. So my prayer is that even after this teaching, there will have a people that can be able to lay prostrate and wait on God and pray. That even in the week, we will be able to find people who can come here and just, you know, lay before God and seek God in prayer. Not because you are too idle, but because you've created time for God. Praise the Lord. 1st Corinthians 14:1 I want us to begin 1st Corinthians 14:1 as they're getting it I was telling the ladies yesterday those who came for the meeting I was telling the ladies that there is a dire need to pray for the nation Praise the Lord There is a dire and an urgency in the spirit to pray for the nation of Kenya. Spiritually speaking, the atmosphere of Kenya, there is so much that is happening. There is so much warfare, tug of war because of what God wants to do concerning the nation of Kenya. Praise the Lord. And I was telling us yesterday that Kenya has to get to a place. Kenya is you and me. Let me not say Kenya. You and me have to get to a place where we stand in the gap. Don't say me, I don't do that. No. An intercessor always stands in the gap on behalf of other people, right? So as individuals, and one of the things God has endowed us as a people, that's why we are prophetic, we are also supposed to be praying for the nation of Kenya. So God will put an urgency in the spirit and talk to intercessors or to the watchmen that are standing at the gate so that people can be able to repent on behalf of the nation. Praise the Lord. I always say, and biblically, when God wants to pronounce judgment over a certain people, eh, there is the mercy of God when people repent, revival comes. Bonas if you and many times we've we've been talking about revival, revival, and we are in the revival we are experiencing the initial stages of revival bonus if you will so this means God can have mercy over the nation of Kenya and give us revival instead of judgment praise the Lord when you see natural calamities happening if you're on Facebook you would see preferred posted there's so many weird things that are happening in Kenya right now, is that true? A car plunging into the waters is not normal. Eh? A disease spreading among students. Eh? And even when they go to Camry, they can't tell what kind of disease it is. Is not normal. Yeah? I was discussing with uh, PFA and we were just realizing that Do you know we have accidents on an average almost every day in Kenya? eh? Do you watch news? Have you realized? We have accidents almost every day. It is not normal. The normalcy should be God giving his people peace. People thriving in God. So when it is not normal, it means something is amiss. If something is amiss, it means someone has to go before God and pray. Say hallelujah you love. Please give me KJV. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts. But rather that ye may prophesy. Other versions say, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts. But rather that you may prophesy. So gifts are supposed to be desired. as if there are other versions that say covet, desire when you desire God is able to grant because the gifts are for the edification of the body so Bible says desire spiritual gifts follow after charity, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts but rather that you may prophesy so this particular chapter does a lot of comparison between speaking in tongues and prophecy is that okay? but we'll be able to catch the flow, give me verse 2 we we'll read together. He who speak in tongues is talking to God, and men do not understand what he is saying. But in the process of talking to God Bible says that he is speaking what? He is speaking what? Mysteries. So number one when someone speak, speaks in tongues you are speaking unto God. Speaking in tongues you are communing with God. So it is okay for you to sit next to someone and not understand what they are saying. Alright? It is okay for you to sit some sit next to someone who's speaking in tongues and you don't get what they're saying. Why? Bible says that for no man understandeth him. Howbeit the spirit is howbeit in the spirit he speaks mysteries. So when you're praying, you're speaking mysteries. And you're sp- as a speaking mysteries, you're speaking them into being. Many times when you speak in tongues, you realize that. God gives you revelation. God opens up your mind to understand certain aspects of the Bible that you couldn't understand. God helps you realize the work of the Spirit in your life. So there are certain mysteries. When you speak in tongues, God begins bringing revelation. There are certain scriptures, certain words. If you couldn't understand... God begins opening up your system to understand. So the more you pray in tongues, the more you get understanding. The more you pray in tongues, the more you are able to speak the mysteries of God, the more you're able to bring forth the revelation of God into understanding. Praise the Lord. So one of the signs, remember I said, when you get born again you have received Christ. Is that true? Meaning you have the Holy Spirit in you. Is that true? You don't need to wait to see yourself speaking in tongues for you to know you have the Spirit of God. Speaking in tongues is a sign. Say a sign. A sign. Say it again. A sign. So how do you receive the Spirit of God when you get born again? Is that okay? Every one of us, not everyone, if you're born again, you have the spirit of God. If you're not born again, you don't have the spirit of God in you. But we will pray for you so that you receive the spirit of God and you're able to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. So Bible says when you speak in tongues and you're speaking unto God, you're speaking forth mysteries. If if I stand here and you look at me physically, if I don't tell you I'm born again, if I don't say anything, you don't know me. I go in a new area. The people will not know that I have the Spirit of God in me, right? Until the day I tell them, by the way, I love Jesus and I'm born again. So when I say I'm born again, the understanding is that I am actually saying I have the Holy Spirit in me. Looking at me physically, even if I say that, unless he begins manifesting in me, you might not know that I'm born again. But we don't wait for a manifestation to know that we have the spirit of God. Does it make sense? Even when you don't feel him, he is always there. Praise the Lord. The word of contact the word of God is constant and it's a fact that when you get born again you have the spirit of God in you so whether at times you feel like the presence of God is near you or not the fact remains that you have the spirit of God in you so you can trigger even the presence of God in your life by you feeling the presence of God in your life by speaking in tongues praise the Lord Go to verse 3. We read together. Uh Uh-huh. Four. He that speaks in tongues. Edifies himself. So Bible begins by saying when a prophecy comes forth, it comes forth to edify, to comfort, and to give direction. Eh? To edify, comfort, give direction, and exhort. But Babo says that because you can be able to hear a prophecy when someone speaks. Is that okay? But Babo says when you speak in tongues verse 2 says that you're speaking mysteries and whatever you're speaking your neighbor cannot hear. If your neighbor cannot hear you're the only one getting edified bonus if you will. So another point is that when you speak in tongues you get edified. Say edified. edified. Say it again. Edified. When you look at the original translation of edified in Greek it simply means you get charged The word edified and the word charged. You can replace the two. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue is charging himself. Praise the Lord. So anytime you speak in tongues, you are charging yourself. See the way you can charge the battery of a car? Or even the battery of of your phone? Okay? The way your phone is almost dying... And then, is that even the correct English? Anyway. When your phone is almost going off because of lack of power and you decide to connect it and charge it, that is what the Spirit of God does to us. So when you're speaking in tongues, you are actually charging yourself. That is why I told us... Okay, thank you. That is why I told us You can come in the presence of God. You feel you are tired. You feel you are exhausted. But once you get here and you begin praying, you find that you get strength. Why? You are charging yourself. So the more you speak in tongues, the more you charge yourself. That is why many times when we come here, we like allowing people to speak in tongues. Praise the Lord. Problem at times when we are praying, we tell people pray, people are watching, and hoping to be located. But the expectation of God is that if there's time for praying, when you pray and speak in tongues, you are actually connecting. In fact, even if you really want to be located, it becomes easier, because the spirit that is able to connect with your spirit, praise the Lord. So, the Bible says that That's why I always tell us you can't come in the presence of God and remain the same and live the same. It's impossible. Praise the Lord. It's impossible. And it's an error. Why? Because the spirit of God charges you. When you're tired, you're from work, you're home, you're so tired, discouraged. Take a few minutes and speak in tongues. When you speak in tongues, you find strength comes back. You find you can actually go, you know, another mile speaking in tongues. So one of the importance, that is why it is important, even for a church, for us to come for intercession. If you can be able to come early, why? We come and pray, and we take time to speak in tongues. When we take time to speak in tongues, we actually re-energize ourselves. So when your spirit man is re-energized and strong, when ministration comes your spirit is able to connect very fast. Bonus if you Your spirit is able to connect. You know there are certain times when you pray for people whichever healing, restoration, ministry. There are times you can pray for people and you feel the anointing bouncing back. You try praying again you, you feel like it's like in a gonga kirudi, you don't feel you penetrate. Eh? It happens. At times when you pray for people, why? That's why we normally say when you come in the house of God, you come and with an pray and tell God, you know what? I have come to receive from you. Whatever you have for me, I will take it all. Praise the Lord. And so as you pray in tongues, your system is getting recharged, your system is opening up. Your system is connecting with the Holy Spirit. It becomes very easy to minister. Praise the Lord. And that is why there are some people you don't even pray for them for things like healing. Eh? Because they come here and they are able to connect. When you are able to connect to the Spirit of God, you find there is a flow. You find whatever your spirit is thirsting and hungering for, you find that you easily receive before even the man of God says receive. If There's a lady called uh, Maria Woodward. It, itha, itha, that name. She's a rev- She was a revivalist. Eh? If you read the books of God's generals, you'll see her. And it is recorded that in her days, she would go to a place to minister. And a radius of 30 kilometers would feel the presence of God. 30 kilometers is from like here to where? To where? So we can say, if it was those days and she was in Nairobi, the whole of Nairobi would feel something. Right? And that is why some people would begin manifesting even in bars, eh? and just crying. They're holding beer, but they're... (laughs) the behavior is supposed to bring joy. Praise the Lord. Why? Because they would, there would be that radius and they would feel the presence of God. Okay? So in a, certain, in a certain environment, we can say like this one. When you have a grace here, you know we all carry graces. Is that true? Some are higher some are lower, they are different but we all carry graces so when there is grace here specifically speaking about the grace of the man of God as you recharge yourself you can be able to connect with the grace he's carrying even before he says anything you can be able to connect and pick whatever it is that you need is it a breakthrough is it healing Is it finances? When you stay under that umbrella, you can easily draw. And this is why, this is what we desire and are teaching people. To be able to, you know, as you re-energize yourself and connect in the spirit, you're able to reach out and draw it. You don't need anyone to say anything or lay hands on you. You know, the disciples, don't change the scripture, we'll get there. The disciples in Acts No one laid hands on them. Are you aware? Babu just said they were waiting on God in the upper room and one day the spirit of God just came upon them and people started speaking in tongues. So you're able to connect and draw by the virtue that your spirit man is open to receive what is there. How do you open up when you speak in tongues? You are tired, you're exhausted, you're discouraged. You know when you're discouraged, at times it hinders God ministering to you. You know some of these things do. You're full of bitterness, so those things hinder. But when you begin praying and praying and praying, the Holy Ghost leads you. You find that you're able to connect. Verse 5, Bible says, I want us to read together so that we move together. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Paul is saying I would that you speak in tongues Let me break it down from KGB He says when you prophesy there is more edification that, than the speaking in tongues But then again he says if there is interpretation to the tongues then edification is achieved praise the Lord so Bible says that the church is able to be edified the church is able to be strengthened the church is able to be charged up in the spirit give me verse 6 so a full prophecy either someone can speak expressly or you can have one speaking in tongues and another one interpreting. Bonus, if you the same, same way, you can have someone writing in tongues and another is able to read what has been written on paper. Praise the Lord. And most of the time the writing is not in English. Could either be drawing or writing a message in a different language but someone can be able to read it and tell this is what the Spirit of God is saying. So when we say prophecy, prophecy simply means interpreting what the Spirit of God is saying, in short. So you get the word in, if you get the word in tongues and someone who understands the tongues is able to interpret, you get a full prophecy. Are we understanding? Verse 6, Bible says, Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, What shall I profit you except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or doctrine? I've explained. Verse 7. And even things without life giving sound whether pipe or harp except they give a distinction in the sounds how shall it be known that it is piped or harped? This is still on the interpretation bit. Verse 8. For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound who shall prepare himself to the battle meaning if a message comes forth and no one can interpret it how will people get direction to know what is expected to do verse 9 so likewise so likewise he except you utter by the tongues words easy to be understood how shall it be known what is spoken for if you shall speak for you shall speak into the air verse 10 there are it may be so many kinds of voices in the world and none of them is without signification 11 as you continue therefore if I know not the meaning of the voice I shall not be unto him that speaketh a barbarian and he that speaks shall be a barbarian unto me this verses are simply explaining about if someone can be able to (coughs) sorry Someone can be able to speak in tongues and is not interpreting. This is how it sounds. A trumpeted sound, but people don't know whether it is war or not. Okay? Give me 12. Even so ye, for as much as you are zealous of spiritual gifts. Remember, Bible says that we covet. Is that true? We desire. So Paul says, as much as you are desiring, as much as you really want this, Seek that you may excel to edify the church. Remember the same Bible says that the gifts are given for edification. Is that true? Alright. Give me 13. Wherefore, let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. you Praise the Lord. So, if you're praying in tongues, you are in prayer and you're praying in tongues and you don't know, you don't understand quite well what you're saying, you can actually ask God, you who is praying, you ask God to give you as an individual interpretation to understand what God is telling you. Are we together? This means that when we are growing in God, and we are growing in the spirit of God, the more we pray in tongues, the more we get to know what we are actually praying for. Bonus if you will. The more you pray in tongues, the more you get understanding of what you're praying for. Why? Because the spirit of God keeps on enlightening your spirit all the time. And Bible says that you can ask the Lord to help you interpret and you will be able to interpret. If you're sleeping, shout amen. Okay, stand up. Verse 14. Give me 14. I want us to read together. One, two, let us read. Bible says, if I pray for, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prays. Meaning if you're praying in tongues, you're praying in the spirit, okay? But my understanding is unfruitful. But remember the previous word, Bible says that you can actually understand and interpret. Praise the Lord. Okay, give me 14. Together. No, 15. Uh Mm Uh-huh. 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 So Paul says Because I am able to interpret The previous verse When he put it in context eh? Down here he says I will pray with the spirit And I will pray with understanding Praying in the spirit This is speaking in tongues Okay Praying in understanding Is praying in a language That can be understood Praise the Lord Many of us Pray with understanding then later we switch to the spirit but Bible says pray with the spirit then you will pray with understanding this means you are supposed to be speaking in tongues more because of the benefits we are talking about are we together because when you see the world also also it means you are supposed to be doing this but to add on it do this are we together you're supposed to be praying in the spirit. You're supposed to be speaking in tongues. But to add on it, pray with understanding. Meaning you can pray in tongues and be able to pray and declare whatever you're saying, whatever you're praying for. Pray in a language that is able to be understood. Is that get, Are we together? That's what you find most of the time when someone is leading here intercession a lot of times, you find that people pray in tongues so much, then they come in the spirit and pray, go back to tongues, back in the spirit. So when they are praying in the spirit and then they come back and pray the words that you can understand, you are able to catch the flow that now we are praying for the church. Now we are praying for healing. Is that okay? So most of the time, you will find someone leading you in prayer, not saying, okay, now let's pray for this, after this, let's pray for this, after this, let's pray for this. You will see them speaking in tongues then when they switch there is a direction you get and that is why when you're praying and you're praying in the spirit you've got to be keen to listen and hear the direction are we together the same way Bible says I will sing in the spirit and I will sing with understanding this means you can actually sing in tongues praise the Lord it is not weird or awkward You can actually do what? Bible says, I will sing with the spirit and I will also sing with understanding. 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 So you pray and sing in the spirit, then you come and also pray and speak in a language that is easily understood. When you have that, Bible says, when you're able to interpret, you bring edification you bring understanding. There is no confusion because people understand what you're saying. Is that okay? Give me the next verse. Can we read together? All right. 17. 17. For thou verily givest thanks well, but the other is not edified. This means for you to give thanks well, verse 16 and 17, says that you pray in the Holy Ghost. So when your heart is grateful to what God has done for you and you want to appreciate God, Bible say, Bible says, the best way to give proper thanks is to do what? Is to do what? Praying in tongues. Why? Because you'll find many of the times when you are thanksgiving for what God has done for you. When God has come through for you, given a breakthrough, healed you, given you a miracle. You find your words cannot express what you want to say. And you find the easiest language to switch to and express yourself to God very well is in tongues. So if you want to give thanks well, what do you do? What do you do? You pray in tongues. Next verse. We read together. One, two. I my God. I This is Paul saying, not me. Eighteen. Uh-huh. All right, Uh, twenty. All right, so Paul still emphasizes the need of having order in church, which comes by speaking and interpreting. Order does not mean there is noise everywhere and everything. It simply means we are moving as one. Are we together? All of us are understanding what God is saying at this time. So if we can be able to pray in the spirit and then interpret what is being said, it means we will have some sort of order in the church. Because one person will not be praying for Kenya, another one is praying for the world. Another one is praying for the family. We will all be praying together. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Give me Jude 20. So most of the time when you have tanks, tanks is an is just an initial sign that shows a believer has the spirit of God in them. Buena But you can always progress and grow from that. And increase your tongues. Praise the Lord. What does the Bible say? Building up yourselves on your your most holy faith. This is your faith. Okay? Are you getting it? Bible says, beloved, building up yourself on your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost give me another version I don't know if you have new living translation or any other just put it there can we read together praying in the power of the Holy Spirit this one is a little bit diluted do you ever get another verse another version? We read together. Perfect. Bible says, but you, dear friends, build up yourselves or build up in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Switch back to KGV. That's the best interpretation I can have. So Bible says. For you to build up yourself, what do you do? You pray in the Holy Ghost. Okay? So, for your faith, now this is not, there's the faith of Christ, you know that? But there is also your faith. So, for your faith to grow, one of the ways of the faith to grow apart from impartation is praying in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There is the gift of faith which God gives. Okay? And then there's the faith that as you pray, as you speak in tongues, as you pray in the Holy Ghost, you find your spiritual man is growing. Building simply means there's growth. So for you to grow, for you to grow in your spiritual life, you do what? You pray in the Holy Ghost. For your faith to grow, you pray in the Holy Ghost. Give me Ephesians six, sixteen. I want us to link this faith and the faith in Ephesians sixteen. Can we read together? So this verse says this faith which is built by speaking in tongues eh, will help you to quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay, So this means when you're praying in tongues, you're actually waging warfare. Say "Waging waging warfare. Yes, you're praying but you're waging warfare. How? As you're praying in tongues you're building your faith you're enlarging your faith. You're enlarging your spirit man. As you enlarge your spirit man, you are quenching darts. Quenching it means to put off. Is that true? To put off the fiery darts of the wicked one. For you to quench, the man of God, prophet Fred Akam has explained this before. So I want to explain what he has, he has taught us. For you to put out fire, what do you need? What do you need? Water. So Bible says you will be able to quench these fiery diets of the wicked one when you take upon yourself the shield of faith. Meaning, faith is able to faith is like a shield of water. Are we getting it? I'll explain if faith is supposed to quench fiery darts fire is quenched by water so it means this faith has to have a shield and the shield is water when you read the book of John 7 37 it talks about the living waters flowing give me that one so that we relate with all of them I want us to read together one to go Aha! Uh-huh. If any man thirsts, let him, let him come and drink. Verse thirty-eight. Together. verse 39 Uh uh-huh all right media people are you able to compress 37 38 39 it will be small but are you able to compress it if not just give me 37 and 38 Yes, this particular scripture. Perfect. Thank you. So, Bible says that in the last day, the great day of the feast, Jesus said, if any man is thirsty, come to me and drink. Okay? Then he says, if you believe in me, as the word of God says, out of your belly. Where is your belly? So, out means it's coming from inside. Right? So, Bible says, from inside you, shall flow rivers of living water. Not just a river, but rivers. Praise the Lord. And then, when Jesus is speaking about these things, he had not died. So the Holy Spirit had not come upon them. In them. Dwelling in them. Just leave that scripture there. Leave that scripture there. So Bible says, we are filled when you thirst for God. What does he do? He fills you okay when you're weary and you desire God to re-energize you you thirst for him, he comes and fills you praise the Lord, so yes you can be born again, definitely you have the spirit of God in you but the Holy Ghost can come in have you ever prayed at times and you really thirst and hunger for more of God have you been at that place so when you thirst and hunger for more of God Bible says, he comes in and fills, okay you already have the spirit of God in you. But there's the infilling that happens. eh? Are we together? When you thirst and you desire. That's why Jesus says (coughs) when we thirst and hunger, he will give you the drink. Water signifies the Holy Spirit. Okay? And he says for those who believe out shall flow. So you can drink of him and you drink so much until it begins overflowing out. Are we together? So that we understand. So, when these rivers begin flowing, the flowing, when you speak in tongues, the Holy Ghost comes in and fills you more. The more He, you remember, you already have Him, but there's the feeling of more. When you thirst, you hunger, He comes and fills that thirst and hunger, okay? So, when He comes in and fills, The thirst and hunger in you, you begin drinking from him, you begin getting full. When you begin getting food, full food, you begin having an overflow. Say an overflow. An overflow. So the more you pray, the more the rivers are flowing. The more you pray, Jude says, the more you're building up yourself in the Holy Ghost. The more you're building up in yourself in the Holy Ghost, the more your faith enlarges. The more your faith enlarges, the more the fiery darts are quenched. Is it making sense? Can I explain again or we are good? We are good. So speaking in tongues can be used to wage warfare. The more you speak in tongues, the more your inner man becomes edified. The more your inner man is edified. Your faith is enlarged according to Jude 20. As you speak in tongues, the more you grow. The more your faith builds. The more your faith... Remember when you have faith, you can believe God for anything. Is that true? This means when you actually speak in tongues and your faith grows, you can believe God for the rest of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Are we together? The speaking in tongues I am talking about here is not the gift... Of speaking and interpreting. This is speaking in tongues that every believer must be able to do. Okay? But as you're speaking in tongues and your faith grows, you can actually believe God for anything. Praise the Lord. You're, you thirst and hunger for that which you need until your expectation rises. When the man of God comes and declares something, you are able to katalambano in the spirit. Bonas if you... You're able to pick it in the spirit. You're able to say, this is mine, and you take it. Why? Because your spirit man has been built to a level whereby you can believe God for anything because you have faith. So if someone may ask, how do I get faith? How can I grow? You get faith when one of the ways, not the only way, one of the ways of getting faith is doing what? Is doing What? say it like you ate something in the morning speaking in tongues tongues. so when you speak in tongues there's so much that is happening remember I'll combine this with another one in the book of Ezekiel Bible says when the river was flowing from the east side in the temple and flowing out Bible says it brought forth healing praise the Lord Ezekiel was speaking prophetically. I think it was Ezekiel 38, 48, 45 something. The Bible says that when the rivers from the temple began flowing, there was healing that came forth. So even as you speak in tongues, you are repairing your inner man. What do I mean by repairing your inner man? As you speak in tongues, remember we said there's edification. Is that true? This means if you're feeling worn out and tired, you get strength, right? This means as you're praying and speaking in tongues, as your faith level is rising, you can even believe God for your own healing before someone lays hands on you. Praise the Lord. So the more you speak in tongues, the more you're able to see the benefit of speaking in tongues. And the more you receive the benefits, the more you grow the more you become sensitive. So every believer, for you to walk in the benefits, this is just some of I highlighted. Good, 47. Shall come to pass everything that liveth which moves whithersoever the rivers shall come, shall live. Meaning wherever the river passes, it brings life. Okay? And there shall be a very great multitude of fish because the waters shall come thither for they shall be healed and everything shall live Whither the river cometh. I told us when you speak in tongues, John 7, 37, Babo said that out of your belly shall flows rivers of living water. If water is living, it means it has life. Life can affect. So, so it's okay, we had already read this particular verse. 37, 38, 39. So when the rivers are flowing and coming forth, it's able to do an inward repair work in your life. This is, these are times where you find God healing you, God removing bitterness, God removing unforgiveness, God giving you love for people. Because when God makes you whole, you are able to embrace people and the things of God the way they are. Say praise the Lord. Say it again let's go to Acts chapter 2 Acts chapter 2 this is a common verse let's just begin from verse 1 someone would ask how do I how do I receive the spirit of God you ask praise the Lord how do you receive you ask and when you ask you receive by faith read together verse 1 Verse 2 Okay aha uh-huh. Verse 3 And one sat upon each of them. Okay, the last, that, verse 4. This is the verse I'm looking for. Just a minute. So you see, it, began, it begins by you getting filled with the Holy Spirit when you're born again. Then now f- speaking in tongues follows. Is that okay? Okay, verse 5. And there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men from every nation under heaven. Okay, six. Every one of them was speaking in his own language, speaking in his own language. Everyone, sorry. When this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were confused because everyone heard them. Everyone heard the people who had gathered, the disciples. eh? They were speaking in languages that they could be able to understand. Why? Because they came from different regions of the world. Okay, All right. Verse 7. All right. Acts two, when we start from verse two, Bible says that remember Jesus told the disciples um, they go and wait for the infilling of the ho- they go and wait for the Holy Spirit to fill them before they go out to minister. Is that true? So Bible says that while they were together in the upper room, verse two, while they were together in the upper room. Suddenly, there was a wind and then people began speaking in tongues. Please go back to verse 2. There was a sound from heaven then there was wind then tea, tongues of fire upon everyone and then people began speaking in tongues. Praise the Lord. So speaking in tongues if you don't speak in tongues it does not mean you don't have the Holy Spirit. Are we together? I said, when you get born again, you receive Christ in your life, you have the Holy Spirit. Alright? So whether you've begun yet to speak in tongues or not, you do have the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. And the aspect of speaking in tongues is by faith. Like I said, many times... You sit down, keep quiet hope, Hoping you will hear a voice somewhere And then you start speaking But many times God says You just start praying Start praying and he, he comes in and fills you And you are able to speak in tongues So Bible says that the disciples had waited for, for a while For a while in Jerusalem And then the Spirit came no one laid hands on them and they received. How do we know they received? They started speaking in tongues. Remember 1 Corinthians 14 I said the Bible said when someone speaks in tongues speaks in tongues verse 2 you might not be able to understand. That's what the Bible said, right? But this particular one Bible says that when the disciples spoke in tongues The people who had gathered Could tell this one is speaking My language, this one is speaking my language Is that true? But Bible says they were Speaking in tongues So you can actually speak in tongues And God gives you Aramaic tongues Okay? You can start speaking In tongues and God gives you Aramaic tongues You can start speaking in tongues and you find yourself speaking in Chinese. You've had people speaking like that? Yeah? And who, whoever is speaking is not a Chinese, has never learned Chinese, but you find them speaking in a totally different tongue that they've never learned. Praise the Lord. So it is possible, because the same Bible says, these people said, these people are speaking our languages, but from what we know, they are from here. They are not from there. Yet they are speaking our tongues. So you can speak in tongues right now and realize that whatever it is you're, whatever language you're speaking sounds a bit of maybe Aramaic. I'm saying Aramaic so much because I've heard of Aramaic tongues. Eh? So either could be Aramaic or you find yourself you know speaking in Chinese or Indian or something like that. Those are still tongues if you don't come from that region. If you but also to add on it, you can actually speak in tongues and no one is able to perceive or understand because it's just you and God communicating. Is that okay? Is that okay? So Peter stood up and told these people, these people are not drunk. They are full of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. There's a man called Cornelius. Bible says he used to be a giver. Was it a giver? He used to give so much. And God decided one day it is time for the salvation of his family. And God sent Peter to him to talk to him about salvation and to have him baptized in the spirit of God. Bonus if you will. That should be, let me just get the scripture in a few. Acts chapter 10 So many times when you speak in tongues, you get a refreshing. Bonus if you will. When you're recharged, you get a refreshing. Bible says there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian Regiment two. a devout man and one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. Three about the ninth hour of the day he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming and saying to him Cornelius when he observed he was afraid and said what is it Lord then God told him your prayers your arms have come up for a memorial before God five now send men to Joppa and send for Simon whose surname is Peter skip go to the verse that says Peter came and preached the word somewhere down there and then they all got filled by the spirit of God somewhere down there Acts 10 so that we can have an idea of when you say speaking in tongues how do you start speaking in tongues no it's not this one he is lodging with Simon Atana, whose house is by the sea. He will tell you what you must do. Uh-huh. Next verse. And the following day they entered Caesarea. I want you to start where Peter says. Peter begins preaching, then they got filled by the Holy Spirit. Should be down there. Yes, this one. And the following day they entered Caes- Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. Next verse. As Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet, worshipped him. 26. But Peter lifted him up, saying, Stand up. I myself am also a man. 27. Skip to 28. Skip to 29. Okay, give me 43. Mendambela Kidogo. wanted to explain some. Can we read together? So this was Peter preaching, right? Verse 44, What does the Bible say? Together. while Peter was... yes. So, while Peter was speaking, the others who had the Spirit of God coming upon them. Is that true? Verse 45. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because the Spirit Because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured onto the Gentiles also. so And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished as many came with Peter because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured onto the Gentiles also. Remember Peter was commissioned to preach to who? The Jews. Okay? Jews. So he had preached in Jews for a while. That's why God had to tell him That's why God had to give him a vision of the unclean animals. And God told him, if I am sending you there, go. You have been called to the Jews, but when I send you here, go. All right? Yes. So the people who came with Peter were astonished. Why? Because they were Jews. And they thought the salvation was for the Jews only. But they didn't know that the salvation was for everyone. Praise the Lord. And that is why the Bible says they were astonished. Because... The spirit of God just landed on these people when the word of God was going on. Bonus if you will. Okay, give me forty-six. Uh-huh, forty-seven. All right, so. Babu says that God sent Peter to Cornelius, a man who loved God and would give to the poor. Praise the Lord. But Babu says, as much as he loved God and gave to the poor, he he was not filled by the Holy Spirit. Are you getting me? So that we understand it is not by works. Say it's not by works. Say it again. So Babu says that this man who gave alms and he feared the Lord very much. Yet, he didn't have that relationship with Jesus. But because of his giving, Bible says, it raised a memorial and God remembered him and God spoke to Peter and told him, I want you to go to Cornelius, who's a Gentile. And I want you to preach. Bible says while he was preaching, meaning when he was opening up the scripture to the people, when he was giving understanding, when he was telling them anyone can receive the spirit of God, when he was telling them, this Jesus you see, he died, rose again, and when you receive him in your own life, you have the Holy Ghost in you. When he was breaking bread with them, Bible says their minds were opened up and they began speaking in tongues. So speaking in tongues comes forth out of knowledge of you, number one, knowing that it is a gift freely given by God and anyone can be able to speak in tongues. Praise the Lord. Irregardless of who you are, anyone can be able to speak in tongues. So you, got, you can't get to a point and feel that this is not mine. This is not some, my portion. No, it's for everyone. There are some people who believe that speaking in tongues is for a few. if you. But Bible is clear that everyone when you get born again, you receive the spirit of God. When you receive the spirit of God and you grow in God, the tongues just come. Because the household of Cornelius received the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues immediately. Bonas if you were. Receive the Holy Spirit means they accept, receiving simply means you've accepted Christ into your life. Because eh? when you accept Christ, the spirit of God comes in to dwell. Okay? When he comes to dwell, he takes you to the next step, giving you the ability to be able to pray in tongues in the Holy Ghost. So we'll find that for many people who are already born again, many times, is that true? Many times you need a refreshing. That's why you can come into the presence of God and thirst and hunger for God. Is it because you don't have the Holy Spirit? No, you have him. But you need him to renew you, to fill you again because, you know when you thirst and hunger, it's like an empty container, right? It's like an empty container. So you need him to fill again so that you're full. And so that you can be able to perform that which God wants of you. Praise the Lord. So the first step... The first step is believing in Jesus. If you're not born again today, you have to be born again. If you desire speaking in tongues. So when you're born again, the spirit of God comes into your life. When he comes into your life, speaking in tongues is just one of the many packages he has. You don't even need someone to lay hands on you. You just begin speaking. And that's why Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, There is order. Praise the Lord. There is order. You know, before we really got to understand the Holy Spirit or understand some aspects of it, at times, there are days when the Spirit of God can lead you and you extend. Are we together? In terms of praying. But... I remember those days would say, ah. You know, once in a while we would meet together in homes and pray together and stuff. So I remember one time we met together and prayed and people prayed prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. We were supposed to go for a meeting. We didn't go for the meeting. Why? We were praying. And then because our spiritual father then was aware that there were prayers going on, and he's the one who had told us to go for the meeting in the day he called and he asked why, did, why didn't you people come for the meeting and we were like we were praying and the Holy Ghost took over and you bet we were rebuked huh? the spirit of God you can intentionally start speaking in tongues and stop Bonus if you for a new convert it, it might take a while to learn okay you can start speaking in tongues and you feel like you don't have control why because you're overwhelmed with the power of God and the presence of God maybe you feel you can't contain but as you grow in God the spirit of God is a spirit of order meaning you can start speaking in tongues and you can stop meaning you can't go to class it's time for class and you're speaking in tongues You're opening your books and saying all well, the teachers saying. If I was an unbeliever, I will not desire your God. Because he's, he looks like a God of confusion. So he is a spirit of order. You can't go to class and you're speaking in tongues. Your employer is talking to you and you're speaking in tongues. Your employer will definitely think you have demons disturbing you, eh? And it will be easy to release you from work. Eh? Praise the Lord. Why am I saying this? We've had people who've messed up because of lack of understanding of the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. He's of order. You can't say you were supposed to go to class, but you feel in you, you feel deeply you need to go into prayer. It's time for class, not prayer. Finish class, go for prayer. The Holy Ghost is not going anywhere. Praise the Lord in fact the Holy Spirit understands you're supposed to be learning eh? and chasing away foolishness eh? are we together? so the spirit of God is of order how do you test the spirit? you check the attributes praise the Lord people usually ask how do I know that is the spirit of God? how do I know it's not a demon that has entered me so that I am praying like this Jesus says a son cannot ask the father for bread then the father decides shikanyoka it's not possible if you the same way an earthly father will give you bread to eat to satisfy your hunger and not give you snake is the same way if in real sense you're asking God God I want this God will give you. And how will you know? Even when you start speaking in tongues, your spirit will bear witness to the spirit of God. You will know this is the spirit of God. So when you're believing God, for those who are believing God to start speaking in tongues and those who are believing God to increase their tongues, for those who are starting, when you ask of God, he will definitely give you. Imagine you stand, you lift up your hands and you say, Jesus, I want to start speaking in tongues. Then you start praying. Will God deny you? Will God deny you? No, because he'll be a wicked father. But as an individual, you can affect your receiving because of a wrong expectation on how to receive it. So when you say you want to receive, you know, speaking in tongues, you just begin praying and focus. A lot of people have fear. Others don't want their tongues to be heard except by themselves. So you become too conscious of someone around you. When you become too conscious of someone around you, you don't focus. So if you don't focus, you it tampers with your receiving because your mind is on, what will my neighbor say? What if I start screaming? It's okay. We have a starting point. Bonus if you will. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the more you speak in tongues, the more you grow. The more you grow, the more you're able to believe God for great things. the more your faith grows just from a mustard seed into something else if you will. praise the Lord have you learned something